I told him you never know. I told him you never know. All right, we're back at it, and Mike's at another house yet again, back in Malibu. I think people probably are a little surprised that, uh, you know, we went on this, we went on, what was it, Twenty late 2020, we went on this kind of, uh, hey, we're packing up and leaving and going to keep moving house to house. I don't think they saw foresaw us actually doing it for this long, but I don't see it slowing down I don't think, anywhere. I, yeah. I don't think you foresaw it going that long either, did you? Yeah, I mean, you know me. I don't think fucking 30 minutes ahead. So <laughs> I, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I really didn't. So I, I have no, I can't even answer that. But yeah, it's, I think just the experience of it and then, you know, just understanding how life is flowing. I'm not, I don't see an end in sight. I mean, there's things in my personal life that are coming up big, you know, big things in the personal life, you know, um, mm-hmm. that, you know, could, it could, it will definitely play a role in like where the next places, you know what I mean? Where the next places mm-hmm. are and, and where maybe what regions of the world or whatever. But, you know, I, I don't see it. I don't see it slowing down. You know, I just don't, it's just too, it just fits me and our little group so well. And, you know, so it's been, it's been super fruitful. I just love, I just love the vibe. I love changing. And we've also kind of eased into us. Like we have like a, a great pocket of like cribs in the US particularly. I mean, I want to do Europe next, maybe Australia mm-hmm. too, you know, but um in the US we've we've you know cuz we've graduated from the we're going to come and fuck up your whole house. Um that phase of, you know, just <laughs> ransacking homes where they never want to see us great again. Great phase. What a phase that was. Great phase. You know, some, <laughs> honestly, can't believe we can't believe we got through it without like major damages at the places. But. It reminds me of, uh, do you remember in Hawaii, we went back to that one house <laughs> where uh, <laughs> the first time we were there, I mean, we partied for like five days straight and I did a music video. Hunal- it was more than that. The we Hunal- were there for a minute. I just remember not sleeping for several days and, uh, and then you the left. studio was in the center of the house. And then we did the Honolulu music video on the roof, just completely blasted. And then uh, we came back a second time to try to stay at the same house, hoping that the owner wouldn't remember who we were. And the second the second he opened the door, he saw our faces and he's like, oh no, 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 you're not staying here. It was like he saw the Holy <laughs> Ghost. You know, he just didn't. Like, <laughs> and it was like it was like a year later. It was like a good amount of time. Yeah, later. it was. It and, was. And, and he and he's like, oh no, not you guys he looks again. Scarred. He looks scarred <laughs> from the past, from our past experience. <laughs> I guess what happened was there were some Steves that found the house and went and stayed there and partied as well and like brought us up to him. Like um, oh, they were kind of they were just. I think they were going and partying too. So they, he was just like, fuck these guys, you know. Um, yeah, but what, since, since what then, do? you know, we've we've uh, we've built a great rapport with like a lot of the places and people. Um, you know, some of the houses were privately leased through you know relationships, and then even this one in particular was like I think it was I think it was an Airbnb out of the gate. Now we just do it direct with him and have a good rapport. So coming back to cribs mm-hmm. is is kind of a dope vibe because like you're already got the lay of the land, you know, 
and then you just kind of come oh, yeah. back. It feels like you yeah. feels like we're in that space where we have a bunch of homes when really it's just you know still not tied to anything or anyone. We could just kind of whenever we feel like it, just try somewhere new. So I'm loving it, man. I'm enjoying it. John Kilmer here with a fantastic new product. Today I'm here on behalf of Freeze Pipe. This is the pipe that you literally put in the freezer. Let me explain to you how it works real quick. This is a tremendous product. Now these pipes, they have glycerin cooling chambers that when you put them in the freezer for up to an hour, you take them out and it's literally a frosty pipe. Now what this does is when you take a hit, no more burning sensation in the throat, no more burning sensation in the chest, no more cough attacks. You literally get the smoothest, coolest hit ever known to man. This is an absolute game changer. I've never seen a pipe that you put in the freezer. This is some real elegant shit right here. The freeze pipe is changing the smoking game and they have a ton of amazing products. They have a product line of freezable pipes, bubblers, bongs, and dab rigs that cool the smoke down up to 300 degrees when you smoke it. It is changing the game of smoking cannabis. And I love smoking out of glass and this I'll never smoke out of anything else ever again. Now we have a tremendous offer for you today. If you go to thefreezepipe.com and you use promo code YNK, you're not only going to get free shipping, but you're going to get 10% off your entire order. That's thefreezepipe.com. Use promo code YNK. You're going to get 10% off your entire order. And hey, don't forget to tell them Steve sent you. What's now? What's your day to day like? How often are you actually leaving the house or like the premises of the neighborhood? Is it? Yeah, is I don't. It often I don't or do not much. Really often? No, I don't do much. I I go for. I'm a. I walk about five miles a day. You know, so like yeah. anywhere from that. That's really where I'm like. I'm getting a lot of outside. I'm get. That's where I get my movement. I I just went to the gym. I work out a few times a week max. You know, mm-hmm. I leave the house for that. I mean. I don't even leave the house because I'm like on a on a more like eating clean, trying to watch what I'm eating in the sense of like even ingredients, you know, just like when you I used to love going out to eat for all my meals because that was when I left the house. You know, that was like a a field trip for me. You know, I get to go out and um, and yeah, I just kind of want I kind of winded off that as I as I'm starting to dial in the diet more and more, you know, which. Honestly, it's not really even about like aesthetics or looking totally different. It's more, I, d- I definitely notice the difference when um, I'm regulating what I'm eating, like how I feel, you know? Um, so totally. I don't do, I don't leave a ton. There's some meetings or appointments, but most of my meetings are fucking digital or over the phone, you know? So I really don't have to, and I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily love it or have any type of yearning to like I'm out here. There's stagecoach. There's Morgan Wallen was playing here last night. Everyone's hitting me up to go, you know, pull up, whatever. I just don't have it. I'd be lying if I if I went. It, it was it's just like simply out of peer pressure, like FOMO. I, I didn't. I, don't, I mean, that's I don't, a that's a that's a commitment to stagecoach from Malibu. That's like a three hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would go and be a party and I'm not partying, you know, so. Not that I'm like yeah. totally sober, you know, I party when I when I feel like it um, in regards to like usually just when I'm on stage, you know, that's really the only mm-hmm. in the last year. That's the only time I've really drank. Um, and we've only yeah. we've only played what, like 10 shows this year. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I, I'm, I'm also not not sober. Like I, I feel as though I can do whatever I feel. I just if I'm being totally honest with myself, I don't 
I don't have the itch, man. I don't have the itch. I don't. I definitely don't have the itch to go be around a lot of people and do the. Not that it's all about cloud or anything, you know, but just go make the appearances. And, you know, I used to have a real, I used to do that. Like, I kind of had to go through it and then go to the other side before I realized that I kind of did. I kind of did have like a void I was trying to fill or I did. Yeah, yeah, I'll go do that. And, you know, it was like kind of a crutch. (laughs) I want to be social. Like, hey, you only live once, you know? Yeah. Like I'm kind of, yeah, yeah. and I, I kind of found myself doing that a lot towards the end of the, the party phase for me, you know, um, places I wasn't necessarily like supposed to be at or go or need to go or really didn't have to be there, but I was finding a way to get there, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So it's actually been super liberating, man. It has because I don't, I don't, once you get through that phase where you're like, ah, kind of have FOMO, I'm kind of bored, you know. I could use a release and because that was was my release. I just don't really I don't really go there anymore in my mind, you know, and it's kind of been liberating on the other side of it. Just kicking it. I really I really catch a vibe every day at the crib. I, you know, I go through I go through my like spiritual routine. It's not it's not the same every day. Some days is better than others. Some days I'm like kind of reptile walking through the day, like just going wherever the instincts are. It's usually how I'm operating as far as. As far as me personally, I think we've touched on it, you know, but I've been in the trenches uh, on, a, on the business side, you know, I've, um, yeah, I spent, you know, I found myself in a really unfortunate situation. I was actually at this house sitting right here when I started to find out what was going on within my business. Essentially, we had, wow. I had an employee who was, you know, a partner of mine and helped helped me do shit for years was around I don't even I don't even want to know I don't even want to know what the amount of money that was probably stolen but you know there mm-hmm. is the you know I came across some really unfortunate news while I was here last time I remember like being in the twilight zone in this room just like it was all cloudy it was foggy I just couldn't believe what I was <laughs> what was going on it was a weird time um and since that time honestly it's been it's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a rebirth in the sense of like I kind of reapproached how I was approaching just my day to day in the sense of like my responsibilities they grew very quickly when that news hit you know what I mean mm-hmm. I already yeah. was I already the reason this person got caught I mean and this person will be pursued legally criminally like I, this is what I mean by my my time and like the responsibilities and the things that I've been dealing with is kind of like a whole new guy. You know what I mean? I've been like a whole new guy the last three, since I've learned that information, like we had to do, you know, you get that information, you try to digest it. You know, you try to, there was a whole, there was a few, two, three weeks of me just like talking it out with people and just like, you know, when you have all these personal dialogues it's like any relationship and you have those like flashbacks all like the things that were said and just like and then you find out like the games that were played and just like I felt super violated by what happened you know I I did and it was it was violated would be the word so it was just like this kind of journey I've gone on you know it took a little bit but then I just I got really focused and motivated by it to like all right I actually had to step away from the music. Like right now, I thought I would be a lot closer to done on this album, but life happened. You know what I mean? I had to, 
Mm-hmm. I, at that point, I had already sourced. I had gone through a long period of time where I was trying to source the right operators for my business. I don't want a manager. I don't have a manager. I manage myself. I make all the critical decisions. You know, the person that I found out was doing terrible things within the business, shit that I had no idea was going on. Um, that person was in that position so that I could be Mike. Like, so that I could, I don't want to handle the logistics of our hoodies and hats and customer service and, and you know, is everyone getting paid? Who's spending what? Looking over people's shoulder, seeing numbers weekly, approving every dollar that goes out. I mean, bro, like, I was... I had to go through that. I really, I, I still stand by the decision. You know, I, I, I'm sitting here as, you know, maybe a victim of that decision a little bit, my own choice of like, I got to go hands off and be an artist, man. Like, yeah, I made the decision to be an independent artist. And yeah, I made the decision to make these, you know, grow these businesses. And we have kind of more business stuff going on than the traditional artist, you know, and and, you know, I know that and I know what it takes. And I had a small team like of just buddies like this person who fucked me really bad was was a buddy. You know, and I'll be able to talk more directly about it once we get through this process right now we're in. I know a lot of people message me like, yo, what's going on with that whole thing? And, you know, essentially, like it's been this whole build from the ground up again. I had to outsource. I had to essentially go through, I was like an HR guy. Like I had to, I was doing Zoom calls and interviews with all these different partners and warehouse, you know, fulfillment centers and manufacturers for clothing, hats, chug, all all the shit. So all the companies are just being completely overhauled from a back end, from a back office standpoint, which again, I didn't want to fucking deal with at all. You know what I mean? That's why this person was in, the position to take advantage of me is because I was trying to go hands off. Like there's a reason artists are artists and then they have business people. And there's a reason the artist, the starving artist who gets taken advantage of by the business people, you know, that's, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. And that's a thing we talk about a lot and why I even am in this position being an independent artist is because I was trying to avoid being taken advantage of by business people. Ironically, I got taken advantage of anyway by the person that, you know, I didn't ever hire, but was just around this whole time. And anytime I needed things done in the creative side of like hats, you know, shirt designs, digital designs, even web, you know, web designs. This person was the person in my little group that had the know-how. So he kind of fell into this position. And then obviously the businesses have have scaled. Um, and, you know, we're hitting a ceiling already, regardless of the news that I got before I even got the news of what was going on. We were hitting a ceiling because we didn't have enough bandwidth. Like I didn't have I didn't have the right team in place. So I'm, I'm sitting here beating myself up about it. Like, you know, I, that was really the first time I stepped away from just my daily like, oh, I'm going to make music, go on walks, you know, read, meditate, make music more, you know that whole kind of, I was kind of floating in that artist's clouds of being like an artist and connecting to, you know, what the creative energy is really, you know? And, and um, I had to fall out of that, bro. Like I, I had to, I really had to fall into a different bag. And there's, there were times where it was super frustrating or, you know, honestly, I kind of realized that how much music does mean to me. 
Um, at least mm-hmm. right now in this window of time in my life, like it means a lot. It's kind of my therapy. It's like where I turn into a kid and I have that childlike energy about shit. And I, it's, I'm not thinking about the time. Time flies by when I'm making music. I, none of it feels like work really, you know, um, for the most part. And I was really, I really had to, I was missing it for a while. And then I felt, even though I was being, I was being super productive in regards to, you know, doing what I had to do and building and building a proper team on the other side of, you know, what was going on, like learning about it. Um, I was being productive every day and I've been, I've been super hands-on with everything. Um, it did feel, there was a void and I did feel frustrated and a bit stagnant and, um, I'm just super happy to kind of be through most of that shit. I've been in the trenches for since then, really. Like most of my days were calls, meetings, you know, Zoom calls, going over designs. Like I literally felt like I was, I fell into fucking, like I'm like Tommy Hilfiger. Like I've been doing goddamn clothing <laughs> designs and like Stevie Hilfiger. Stevie Hilfiger, just like <laughs> sourcing shit on the internet I like. And then I'm hands-on with these new guys because I'm trying to build a rapport. You know what I mean? These are new people that I'm now bringing into my ecosystem, which the whole, the whole time I was skittish about this. I didn't want new people around. Turns out the guy I had around the whole time was a fucking piece of shit. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. now I'm in this and I'm like, I got all these new players and I'm like, they need to understand my taste. They need to understand what I'm going for, you know? So there's so much, there's just so much energy and time going into it. And uh, I'm, I'm really super thankful I did. I had some realizations, you know, I, I realized, again, I realized how important music is to me and creating, but I also realized like, you know, I had the perspective resets and just like, man, you gotta, you can make plans, but you, you have to step up every day. You never know what's going to happen. You have to step up to whatever, you know, life is giving you and put your best foot forward. And, and even if it sucks, you know what I mean? Or even if it's not, not that it sucks. My problems are f- very small compared to, you know what I mean? Like they're good problems. It's a great thing to have businesses that are ready to scale and need new players. And, you know, it's a great thing to have people looking after you. We're like, I finally feel like I have people looking after me, protecting me, you know? And um, yeah, let me ask you, let me ask you something though, real quick. Yeah. It's, if it, if it wasn't for this event that took place where uh, obviously you had to go through that struggle, would it, would it have forced, like, didn't it, wasn't that the event that forced you to restructure all of your businesses to scale even larger? And it you can did. make the argument that, and it can, you can make the argument that if you look back at that, like a year, two years from now, when the business is two, three, four X, you look back at that moment being like, thank God for that moment. No, thank I, God for that. A hundred percent. What I was saying, I, I kind of was getting to that. I don't think I said it mm-hmm. though, but this perspective reset where my subconscious like wants to complain about it because I'm not able to do exactly what I want. Like I want to just wake up and make music right now and finish this album, man. You know, mm-hmm. but like re- yeah. my whenever I consciously like really I zoomed out and I like consciously looked at what was happening. Like this was a huge blessing, bro. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sitting here making the lows. You know, I'm making an album called The Lows and I like you can't make that without this, like without these these ups and downs and peaks and valleys. And, you know, that's the special thing about how I make music is that, you know, all these songs in this Lows category in this album I'm building were from moments of lows throughout these last two, three years, you know, so 
I've been stashing the ones I feel like are that energy, but there was a whole, even, even, even what I'm saying, like I haven't been able to necessarily finish songs and execute and be done with the album or very close right now. But the songs that were birthed out of this energy, there was like a whole other energy, a whole new wave of shit that I made since this happened. So it's just without a doubt going to be a huge blessing. I mean, I don't think this person would have been draining and poisoning what she was doing the whole time, draining and poisoning what's so special about what we have going on. And who knows, you know, as I have some bigger plans and plays with, you know, with some of the with the businesses, on, on, you know, really on the horizon. And if if I didn't find this and this didn't happen, this person would have been in the middle of this shit. You know what I mean? And and been a, it, it just mm-hmm. would have been a cancer to to everything. And I'm, you know, my uh, my significant other, who's uh, somebody who has a lot of business acumen, was fucking blown away by the volume. I'm sitting here reading all these charges and ex- these expense sheets. 600 fucking thousand dollars, you know, being being just thrown into the fucking garbage. Like, I'll be able to explain what I mean more, but just like the money that was spent by this person, just like my money, our comp- the company money, like it's so it's so hard to have a financially successful career as a as a muse, as a independent musician in today's day and age. There's you know what I mean we talk about that a lot. It's so hard, mm-hmm. and and for yeah. it to be that volume, you know she was saying that was kind of the first thing she said. She's like honestly like she's not super she's not super privy to like she lives in a different universe and and she's not super privy to like how you know the music business is, you know, or my business in per se. And she got more kind of, she got more privy to the info as this happened because she was the person I was talking to a lot. And she was just like, I have so much more, <laughs> I've respected you already, but I have so much more respect for what, you, what you're doing and what you've built. Like for to have someone take all that money from you and not notice, you know what I mean? And not, and not be totally fucking like bankrupted by it or just totally fucking down bad. You know what I mean? Like it really is, it really isn't an an alarming amount. And, and it really was as much as it sucked. I did get a sense. I did get a jolt of like, I guess motivation is the word, but just a jolt of like kind of self appreciation because I know how I, I had to work double as hard, man. I did. I had to work. That's, I had to work double as hard and, and, you know, mm-hmm. we could have had, we really could have been maybe three or four X bigger with some of these businesses. If the money that was being earned was being reinvested back into the business and scaling the business versus being spent on cars, clothes, vacations, first class trips, fucking hotels, every single fucking meal, everything this person did in their lives, they were spending the fucking money mm-hmm. that, that's how you that's how you grow a business you know what i mean like no business can so it's just it's really is eye opening overall it was super eye opening and i'm very appreciative like to be where i am you know what i mean because that really could have fucked me man like that really seeing it like on paper and just like i've had so many talks with police and legal and it's a pretty messy situation 
I'm going to be, I'm in a great spot on it, you know, but regardless, just like the amount of reflection I've had on it, just because, or introspection even just because I've had to look at the hard numbers of it and the reality of it. It's, it's, I walk away stronger from this. I walk away kind of more inspired about what we have built because we, we do have a fucking incredible fan base, man. And, you know, people, people still, we're still doing seven figures on, on clothes and, sh and these people are waiting five, six months for this shit. None of it's running smooth. It's being ran into the ground by the person that I had in this position. Like, that's the biggest mm -hmm. thing I realized is like, it's such a, like this fucking idiot was like running it was such a rinky dink like piece of shit <laughs> bad That's version of it you know what i mean like and i i just feel stupid for you know there's a part of me that feels stupid for not really uh being a bit too close to it and not really you know taking the time to to dive into it but again it's a blessing in the long run and we have so much uh we have so much to look forward to like in regards to just what is being built i think the fans it will be super noticeable we'll just have amazing we're gonna have amazing operations going forward and i think i think the sky's the limit you know if we could survive this like the volume this person was spending at and pissing away what we we're building and then not only doing that but also not doing the job like a bunch of mm -hmm. how you can't quantify how many people like dude hundreds and hundreds of people reached out like yo i stopped buying shit like i still love you but i just stopped buying shit like you can't i don't know how many people don't reach out and tell me that but just stopped buying shit like how how many a people lot. yeah you, a lot like bro if that was me i would yeah. never reach out i would never reach out i'd just be like yo, i'm not buying from them no. again like they suck at business but mm -hmm. good dudes you know like yeah and oh, yeah. it's just it really is crazy this fucking dude is like a straight up cancer in the nucleus of our operation and we still survived it it's been a fucking journey emotionally and just mentally and like it it does tie into a lot of the shit we're talking about like this is right around the time i really started to just be like okay i'm no longer like going around a bunch of people i'm no longer poisoning my body and like just dazed and confused like i i that was my gut reaction. Even before I knew what was going on, I knew the businesses, like something was really off. And I'm like, yo, I need to like, I need to get clear minded. Like I, I, I can't, I can't throw three days in the trash to partying and being hungover. Like every day I need to wake up and attend to this and like figure this the fuck out. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it really yeah. did all go. It, it's this like divine timing, you know, the shit that we believe in and and uh, as as much as it's been unfortunate, it's it's reinforced how I feel about my my intuition was telling me to fucking sober up even before I know I knew what was going on. It's telling me to sober up, stop fucking around, and get serious about really, really like right now with strike while the iron's hot and like really prepare ourselves for future success, like living a mm -hmm. life I want to live and being fruitful way past the time I'm retired. You know, so. That was a really long. That was a really long answer to whatever question you asked. But yeah, that's that's been. I don't, I don't even remember anymore. I think your question was, "Do I leave the house?" So yeah, no, I haven't been leaving the house. <laughs> what what day is it? I don't even. I what time is it? Been, I haven't left. The, I haven't been leaving the house much. <laughs> oh man. 
So despite everything that's been going on, I mean, the, the businesses are still fucking thriving right now. I mean, Stevenson Ranch, Chug Bud, you, you see it all over the place, mm-hmm. especially Stevenson Ranch. Everyone's wearing the clothes and the hats. Michael Phelps, just saw big Michael Phelps wearing it, Aaron Rodgers. You got Steph Curry doing the Chug Bud. I mean, how, how does all that feel amidst everything that's happening during these restructuring phases? Yeah, it was, it was, uh, they were like little nudges from the universe, I felt, you know, like just little lucky, yeah. little lucky breaks and such, you know, like I got connected mm-hmm. with Aaron. Aaron, you know, we start chopping it up. He's, he's a rock star. Um, you know, then that happens. And then, you know, Travis just happened, you know, Travis happens to have Chug Buds in his bag and they're doing a, you know, they're doing a, uh, a televised golf tournament thing and then you know we have the viral moment and man it, it's uh again kind of a many times I had to reset myself and remind myself that I'm very you know just don't don't just because there is some bad shit that happened you're really gonna look past the blessings like Look at the blessings are popping up right in my fucking face, literally everywhere. Even the even with the podcast, you got Matthew McConaughey shouting it out. I mean, it's fucking unreal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I think you know. I just think I, I've said this a bunch. It was kind of my initial reaction once I once I had a little time to just be quiet. Like the universe sees all, man. Karma, the karma, the law of karma. You know, it's just like. Oh yeah, I might lose. I might. I might have lost here. But I'm not. I'm gonna win in so many other ways because I really. That's just what I believe, you know. Not to say that bad shit doesn't happen to good people or anything, but you know, from an optimist, from like just being an optimist and trying to program myself to be optimistic, I, I'm just trying to remind myself to just keep my eye on the prize and definitely don't be numb to the. We. I mean, I could fucking drop dead tomorrow. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't happen, but I could. And and I just had I just had a bunch of luck. I had a bunch of good luck. You know what I mean? Like, even if you told me like you're gonna drop dead, you know, a psychic says like you're gonna drop dead next week, like I'll just be like, Man, I had a great fucking run. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had I had good luck great the whole run. time. I had good luck the whole time. Yep. Like there's so much bad shit that could happen, you know. I just look at it like, you know, this is just is just a wave crashing and then there will be a bigger wave after it, you know. So we keep going. Um Speaking of keep going, we have, so this fucking loser, the guy we're talking about who will rename nameless, <laughs> like literally acted so busy that like we couldn't make keep going clothing only, mind you, only because it was a competitor to Stevenson Ranch, which, you know, he had, he had a bigger piece in the sense of like what was, you know, what the income and just the clouts and it was, you know, so he's so busy even though he wasn't doing any of the work he said he was doing that we couldn't do keep going. So like, I'm really excited to roll out, keep going. That's actually coming first. It's going to come out. um, I think first or second week of August, we're doing a keep going clothing line. What is keep going? What's the keep going clothing line? Yeah. It's just, it's just like my, you know, you guys are probably familiar. Maybe you're not, but the, the, the three circles, like the, the blue, the red, the black circle logo, like that's keep going. The blue is the highs, mm-hmm. the red is the in-betweens, the black is the lows. Obviously, the that's very deeply tied into my whole branding on music side. We've already put out the highs. I'm working on the lows and the in-betweens simultaneously. They're coming. Um, and yeah, keep going. Just I, I, I just I just feel so strongly about that being like a really, a really great brand for 
you know, even honestly a bigger market than than Stevenson Ranch. It's just about how you execute, but I've been super hands-on with with the you know new creative team, and uh, I think we got some great stuff, and it will be keep going. The clothing collection is just going to keep going, so I'm gonna. It's just going to be a rolling rollout of like anytime we're just going to cook up hats and you know clothing, but also there's there's a fitness there's a fitness aspect. You know, just gonna be gonna be in this affordable streetwear. You know, obviously we're never gonna make like high end clothes that are not super affordable you know but I, I just i think it's a great time to do that we're also doing the johnny football um you know kind of round number two we did come back season with him round number two is is also coming first week of august because you know this netflix documentary is coming out and i I think they're forecasting like 20, 30 million people, viewers in the first- I remember, I saw the trailer for it because Johnny just posted it and it looks fucking insane. Yeah, it's gonna be It looks really fucking good. insane. And I remember you were talking about this over, over the phone uh, right around a year to two years ago, probably about a year and a half ago when we were in, um, I think we were in Arizona. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome to finally see it come to fruition. Who else? Who else is in this docu series? Uh, um, is it a series or, or a documentary? So, so it's Netflix Untold, which is which is a flagship. It's a flagship series for Netflix. It does really well. They they just okay. do it. They do it really well. It's mainly sports stories, I believe. But I don't think it's limited okay. to sports stories. But it, I, th I think I they saw lean some people in this. Yeah, the, in that trailer, I saw some people non -ath, non athletes, yeah. but I forget who it was. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're not all. But um, yeah, I, I'm not really sure. So Johnny's Johnny's will just be like the flagship episode. I think it's episode number one, and each episode is is a different story. So he has one. It's one episode, and I think it's like an hour and twenty minutes. And uh, a, a guy you know, John, that you've known for years, and he's always he's always been in the <laughs> mix and been a kind of been a supporter from afar of of what we're doing. And he was always always making making moves and. He came into the uh, into the film production space, I think, like a decade ago, and he's been just just a player and doing well. And um, I brought it to life with him, and I was kind of Johnny's wrangler in the sense I kind of kind of facilitated. Um, they had saw the Ball Don't Lie podcast. That was kind of where the conversation started. Um, and then mm -hmm. you know, I thought it would <clears throat> you know he was a great partner on it. Netflix. There was other people interested in doing a Johnny story, but the Netflix is just, it's just it's just the biggest market, and uh, I think they're really good at telling oh, stories. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, it was a bit of work, but I'll be that. It was a cool. It's a cool experience. Not it's kind of my first thing in film at all. I'll be an executive producer on it, and uh, yeah, it's incredible. Wow, it's a dope opportunity and a dope vibe. So I was I was happy to help, and and you know I'm happy to help Johnny in any way. I, you know I always kind of find myself in that role just trying to put things together and um it worked out so that's coming on august 8th so this this clothing for him we're doing like a cool run it's it's similar it's reminiscent of the comeback season but just done on a, on a higher scale but you know just another thing to do and and then the keep going clothing will come then as well and this is kind of the first run like all new partners, new warehouse, new manufacturing, new creatives, new new manager, you know. So, um, and then obviously new back office operating team as well. So, you know, it's just, you know, I jumped in the water and uh, we've been we've been uh, 
really been actually making great headway on on it. It was it was a whirlwind a bit for me, like energetically. But I'm through the fire since I've been in Malibu. I've been back in the studio every day, and my energy is kind of back where I like. I w- I'm I'm creatively kind of I'm I feel like I'm ready. You know what I mean? So I'm still I'm still chipping away. You know I'm chipping away at this music. There's a bunch of music coming um, that's ready to go out too. So. Yeah, that's all it is, man. It's just constantly shepherding the ideas, shepherding, trying to corral it all and, uh, and you know, not let anything fall by the wayside and just stay on schedule as close as you possibly can, you know? Yeah, I have such fond memories from back in the day when we were doing the comeback season merch out of our house. And it started with the garage and then it kind of bled into the, the entire house of just, <laughs> of just boxes. I mean, dude, of, we did $2 million out uh, of our garage. Of Two million dollars, but in in this in the span of like a few months, though, not like a whole year. It was like oh a couple no, I months. mean, I mean, dude, I think it was a week. We did we did a million dollars in like the first few weeks, um, and then we did we yeah. did a few other. We did like two other runs later in the year, and that collectively did like another seven hundred or eight hundred thousand in sales. So it was close to two million dollars, you know, over a span of a. A year but like the bulk of it was like a two-week thing i mean i'm surprised johnny survived that <laughs> you know just like, i mean just a just a I bunch just of money like hitting paint, the account you know i, I want to paint the picture of what like what our house was like during this time i mean when we say we did it out of our house it wasn't like bringing in like an operation we were the operation I was like a warehouse manager for a couple of weeks at one point. Yeah. And we, <laughs> we had to like hire outside people to like help pack things. I was like creating assembly lines in the garage. We had a, the fucking, whole house we had was, a sweatshop in the garage. <laughs> like blew, blew, up, blew up Versace. People and were getting paid. They're literally, yeah, yeah they were getting paid. But they're getting paid in, <laughs> and, uh, in pizza and Stevenson Ranch hats. But no, uh, and fair and, wages, uh, fair wages. Full wages, fair, full fair wages. You know, there might have been some Adderalls <laughs> going around that just, just to keep the energy high. Um, but yeah, I mean, oh, dude, it, it was, that's kind of the essence of what For the Homies is. Like, there's a reason my company, the holding company for everything, records, apparel, even Chugbud, any of the stuff, For the Homies Ventures, it's, it's, that's, that was the essence. That was the ethos. Like, yo, you could do shit yourself. You know what I mean? It might be hard. And I'm, you know, I'm learning it the hard way. Like I might've prioritized that too much doing it with the dogs. You know what I mean? Like, and not bringing in help earlier or whatever, you know, but really if the guy wasn't a fucking piece of shit and he was a hard worker and grateful for the opportunity, we might've been able to, you know, we might've been able to do it, you know, a bit more or keep it, keep it this, this really core small group. Like you're a perfect example. You know, you just, you wear you wear whatever hat I throw at you that day, and you just figure it out and do it, you know. And then if we need to outsource yeah. people, we do it. But you help outsource, and you know it's what it's what I it's it's how I am about what I got to do, you know. And that's kind of what I wanted, like a bunch of guys around me that feel the same way, and we're pulling the rope the same mm-hmm. way and doing the same shit. And you know, we just had a just turns out we had a we had a bad apple, and, and it doesn't change the way I, I view things, or it doesn't change the way I want to. <laughs> doesn't change the way I see how we've done. I'm very proud of how we've done it. It's just, you know, it was an eye opening thing that like, look, you know, you, you can't, you can't want when, when money gets bigger and 
you know, you there's power and attention attached. Like maybe it doesn't make people change, but it shows you who people really are. I think that would oh, yeah. probably be how I feel. Like it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. change people. It actually shows people shows you who people are, you know. So I mean, we made a joke. You and I, like, I feel like I've been in the shark tank for like two months. Like we're just like getting out of deals negotiations people fucking acting like i owe them something when i don't like i'm totally restructuring Mm -hmm. all types of shit you know the entirety i hired a company to audit my position in every company and i'm fucking dealing with it head on i'm taking the calls i'm the one making you know you've been there on some of the calls it's just like i just i just Mm -hmm. like something went off in me where i was like it's kind of what i meant by a rebirth like I'm not avoiding any difficult conversations anymore. I'm not avoiding any difficult work, shit that I don't necessarily prefer to do every day. I'm, I'm just taking it head on. And as much as it's, you know, maybe lowered my mood some days or been a little bit harder to be on a creative vibe, it's just been an essential point for me. You know what I mean? It's yeah, in necessary. the long run, it's going to pay off. 100%. Yeah, I know. And the, and the one... Th- the one thing we haven't touched on is kind of the rebirth of Only Steve's, which is something uh, the last few weeks we've been. Uh, I mean, we told we told you fuckers. We told, we told you fuckers that this was going to happen. Everyone's going to start doing this. Yeah, you know, we're the yeah. fir- we're first ones mm-hmm. to do it, and you're going to see this whole next generation of artists is going to is going to do it. You know, the labels and and the industry will be the last to adapt and it will only be because there are way more independent artists than there are major label artists and you know we're we're a perfect example you know kind of the proof of concept for this but we've always talked about how i thought you know I, i pointed out all the time if you follow me on social media that the subscription model is is just it's a timeless model it's the best business model there is um from an entrepreneurial mm-hmm. standpoint. Um, and, uh, you know, we obviously do it and, 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 you know, we've had our, we've had our, let's call it just struggles or even just there, the journey of like doing this. So it's actually optimized and like a dope user experience. Me and you, John are very aware. I'm sure people listening are probably, some of you guys are only Steve's. It's it's not it's never been an ideal you know consumer experience like going on there to consume content it's just you know the coding and the you know just getting to a place where we felt like this is the fucking product that I have in my head like we don't have that yet you know what I mean so we're mm-hmm. coming into a space where that's part of the overhaul as well um, and you know we have a platform built and it will be coming in mid August for, you know, first and foremost for our subscribers to just have a fire experience. You know what I mean? Just like to go on there and it's just like super seamless and dope. And it feels like you're almost on Spotify like this. It's just like a, it's not this weird, I got to log in, go on the website. I hope I have service so I can stream this song. You know, I can't find the song I'm looking for. Just any of the things um, that were battles for us or growing pains, like we've taken that, we've taken that and brought it into our own platform where, you know, I think we ha- we're going to have the best version of this for all creators to use and to, re- to directly monetize to their fans, but also bringing the fan and, and, the creator like literally as close as you possibly can 
You know what I mean? It's literally breaking down a wall of like, if you're in the subscription group, you're going to have, you know, this access, really the ideal version of what we've been doing. It's like, oh, I'm going to be able to go live with just the subscribers. Like just the only Steve's will be, go, I'll be going live and you'll be, you know, just thinking about, or even just bridging the gap even more to just like this family essence where, you know, there'll be a message board on there where we could chop it up similar to the broadcast channel on Instagram, but like you guys can actually talk and we can go back and forth. And it's like a big group chat with the, with the fam, you know, like there's, there's just mm -hmm. a lot of things I'm excited about. Um, and I'm excited to also offer this on a long term. If you talk about just, you know, my goals or things that you and I, and what this whole journey has been about, what we've been building is like, be awesome to, to, create a new category for creators. Not that we're necessarily uh, reinventing the wheel, but just totally a platform totally geared towards exactly what the needs are if you're a creator, you know what I mean? And you have, and you have a consumer base. Like we know all the growing pains and we brought them into the development of this, you know, that awareness into the development of this app and it will be a, an evolution, but super excited to have a hand and potentially like, you know, giving people better options, maybe even changing people's lives, you know, like how many apps, 100%. how many apps come out that like, you know, change lives? There's definitely a bunch, you know, there's definitely some, you could argue Uber did, you know, like giving jobs to tons of people, people are never without a ride, stranded, you know, there's, 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 there's a lot of, there's a lot of great apps that, that fucking solve huge problems. Now, if you think about where the world went, everyone's a fucking digital creator. Like it's just all going digital and that's where a lot of life's evolution is going, right? So this, this app and then this whole idea about this, you know, just making this a platform that everyone can use, I just think it has, it has a chance to be super impactful to the, to the artist that can make five grand a month, um, you know, with, with 500 subscribers and, and like be, be happy. You know what I mean? I, you don't, you don't have to stop or you don't have to work three jobs to keep making music or, or That's, to yeah. keep making makeup tutorials or whatever makes you happy, you know? So, that's exciting. You know, I know what it did to us, but I, you know, we're a bit of a unicorn. Like, you know, no one's been independent musician this long and I shouldn't say no one, but you know, it's very, very small amount of people that can relate to like the exact situation we're in. But now thinking mm -hmm. about just all these new creators and new artists that, you know, you just get your ass kicked by the man. You know, if you're on if you're on the major platforms, you get you're getting your ass kicked, um, whether you know it or not. Mm -hmm. You know, um, creating a space where people can do what they love. I mean, we said this on one, and I think it should be the tagline of what grouped is. It's just like making a living off living. You know, like whatever makes you fucking feel good and whatever you're good at. You know, um, this is a place where you can, it's, it's, it's like catered and designed to nourish that, you know what I mean? To cultivate a place for you to make a living off of it, you know? And, and, uh, we're super excited. I mean, only Steve's, yes, we could have made some changes, but it was more, it was more about, you know, preparing this, even a, a bigger play is just like, a platform. Obviously, only Steve's is going to be on this platform going forward. But it was more about, you know, 
what can we do on a grander scale you know which would you know this i think we're executing it it's the platform for all users you know it's an exciting thing yeah i mean let's let's look when you say about um you know an independent artist for the tenure that you've had 10 plus years there aren't many people and what what better person to to create a platform and, and be part of a platform like this. I mean, it's, I think it's a no brainer, especially in the music industry. Uh, you look at every young artist uh, that's trying to do it independently. I mean, not to pump your tires, but they look up to you. There's not many other artists that have like truly done it themselves with no major deals and uh, that have just done it themselves and that have created a business out of, out of doing it themselves. So what, what better person to create a platform and, and, and make it exactly what it needs to be for those musicians. And you're talking about changing people's lives. You're right. It's it's for those musicians that have to have that bartending job or that side job and they do music on the side, but they wish they could do music full time, but they haven't been able to make the money off the streaming. Or, or they have merch. to, or they, you know how many people just stop because it's not feasible, you know? That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. And, and smaller artists, like you said, to monetize 500 of your top fans, that's possible for everyone. Yeah. for almost everyone and to make that even not, not even five grand a month, making that extra two, three grand a month. So you can do music full time now and you don't have to take those side jobs or do the job that you don't want to do. Yeah. You can make a living off of living, yeah, which exactly. is exactly what it's for. Yeah. It's, 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 it really is. I'm not even like over celebrating it. Like I, I, I really am super excited about, um, just again, like it doesn't matter how successful the app is or the fucking IP or whatever. It's it's not about that. It's just like, yeah, bro. Like there could be there could be tens of thousands of people like very very much so impacted in, a, in an extremely positive way by by the curation of this platform and just how functional it's going to be and how easy to use. And um, I'm super excited about it. I, I really am super excited about all of this. Um, Mm -hmm. about all of it and and uh this might take the cake as far as just like one we talk about it only steve's is a huge huge part of our our business now in regards to just like what it's given me and some my financial freedom especially when you talk about guys stealing or, or you know spending all my fucking money behind my back you know like that and, and yeah part of big bit like this honestly man like who knows if this only Steve's thing would have even happened if if I wasn't being stolen from. Like I was always in a space of like looking for more. Like how do I monet? I got trying to innovate. Like how do I monetize this more mm -hmm. easier? How do I how do I yeah. sidestep these like you know you're getting a percentage of a percentage of one percent of of your streams and it's like yes it's great but it's like how you know so even like you could I even zoomed out that far where I was like. Honestly, like, I'm thankful for that because if I wasn't being taken advantage of like that financially, maybe I wouldn't have been so eager to like, you know, even think in this way. I, I don't know. Maybe I would have, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's mm -hmm. really, it's really been a super fruitful business for us. And like, it's kind of bothered me for a while that we, we haven't been able to execute or not, I wouldn't even say execute, just like evolve it um to the type of user experience it should be so like for the people on there just those are like the real road dogs those are the those are the steves you know what i mean just going through whatever the evolutions are um you know 
that that it's gone through and just being patient but this next phase is just going to be fire um it's going to be it's just going to be a whole step forward a hundred percent. And it's important to note that when we started this platform two, three years ago, we started with the Famigo platform. Back then they were Bravo Pay. And it was just, it was a very fruitful relationship in the sense that, you know, we were their first creator. They were just kind of starting out and moving into the subscription space. And the two to three years we were on that platform, you know, it was a, it was a very fruitful relationship and they were, I mean, the name family is in the name Famigo. They were kind of like family, especially working alongside them for as long as we did. Yeah. Um, but it was, I, I do believe it was time for us to kind of create our own thing with with you being the artist in the position that you're in yeah. and the impact that you can have on the independent music market because yes. you've already made an impact and it's it, you literally are the, the person to do this. And I'm just, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, I mean, Famigo... Um, they were bravo to start. I think you, you said it, but they're mm -hmm. reminded of me of us in a way, in the sense of they're just like good people and small and, you know, family and small, not, not a huge operation with a bunch of private funding. Like they were grassroots. I mean, when we were starting, like, yeah, I think we were one of their first creators and they've mm -hmm. scaled and done well. It really like it's, it was a fruitful relationship. And I've talked about this before in regards to relationships, like, and going through this process of like having some difficult conversations with people and just being able to communicate this has been kind of a superpower for me. It's just like, like just because things don't go for the entirety of a lifetime, it doesn't mean that they weren't literally perfect. You know what I mean? And, and essential. Mm -hmm. And like, it was, I think I had that conversation with Johnny on a podcast about like, having soulmates for different chapters and periods of your life. And just totally, because like totally. the evolutions happen, it doesn't mean that that person wasn't perfect for you. And, you know, that's kind of what I'm saying about the Famigo situation. They, you know, they, they're perfect partners um, for that part of our journey, you know, and as mm -hmm. like you let life unfold and then you stay open to everything and attached to nothing, you know, I'm open, I'm life is happening. And then there's opportunities that come up. There's positions that change, you know, like, yeah, I'm getting closer to the end of, I'm looking at the end of my, my career, you know, I don't know when there might be a day soon, John, where I'm just like, this is going to be my last day on the internet guys. And then that's going to be it. Like you'll never fucking see me again. I, I do feel that, that, that may happen. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure when, but that is that is approaching. I'm just I'm just not exactly sure when, you know. Um, but my point is like, I'm 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 in a different position, where you know again I find myself in this overhaul restructure, and, and it's really all about auditing my positions and things, and what are the best options and possibilities for me to be set up and you know set up for success beyond beyond you know being a musician beyond being on stage like when i hang up mm -hmm. those cleats or you know whatever like i'm talking about legacy brands and legacy ideas and platforms and you know applications that serve people whether it's fucking hats that people are wearing or whether it's you know a fucking platform that people are making money on or whatever it is or if you're still streaming the music or whatever it is it's like 
this is my ecosystem and and really my position is my position now and it's it wasn't my position then so it really is more or less it's kind of the song and dance of this whole phase of my life you know like this whole la- this whole 2023 has just been like positioning you know the repositioning of everything and that's that's all this was and Famigo honestly it, it's a tip of the cap because they were they were great partners and I think I think they have a great I think they have a great business and company and I think they I think they have success ahead of them but they have uh they've really kind of narrowed narrowed in on or dialed in on I should say like the Latin America market which they have a bunch of ties to and they're it's a really it's a really strong business um and I think they they do an exceptional job and they were really good people to us and they were you know gracious in the transition uh, we're in that transition phase and they've been gracious with it so yeah, it's hats off to them. And, you know, I had that conversation with them directly, you know, just like this is about my life story. And just like, yeah, I, I'm, I have to gamble on myself as I always have. And uh, this is this is where I feel like I have to position myself. And it's with my own platform and with, you know, with all the fucking experience, like we're not fucking idiots, you know, like we've been in the field doing this independent, like swimming against the current thing for the whole fucking time, a decade, you know? Um, yeah. And yeah, half the days I was dazed and confused, bro. Like I was, I was somewhere out of it. Just like, you know, partying fucking three sheets to the wind or, you know, in the clouds and, and this position where I am, Again, that's why I feel like it's a bit of a rebirth. I'm just like a different person right now, just super accountable and present and super available for all of these business discussions where I used to kind of I used to kind of only take them if I fucking really had to. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, it's been a fucking journey. It's it really is. It really is uh, ironic. You're making the lows and you have all these these things happen and and uh it, it's it's ironic how it 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 almost like <laughs> it's almost like the universe gives you exactly what oh you want to make an album called the lows all right you know it, it just fucking <laughs> serves you what you really what mm-hmm. you're what you're what you're putting into the world you know so um been a journey but a, but a good one man a good one and i can't co- fucking complain I, my family is healthy i'm healthy i feel like i'm healthier than ever you know um, and, uh, I feel like the fan base is healthier than ever in a sense of their, their support and passion. I think they're super excited to support whatever our businesses roll out next, you know, cause I've been pretty vocal, pretty vocal about this. And I, I'm going to be more vocal when I can, you know, uh, we're making a documentary per each album. You know, the highest documentary was very well received. We're already starting, you know, you and I have been starting just the, the discussions about shaping this next one. And we've been filming mm-hmm. along the way. I filmed the entire discovery of when I found out this employee and what they were doing. Um, and that will be a big part of the, the, the Lowe's documentary. I mean, it's not going to be the whole thing, but you know what I mean? Um, and then, in, you know, oh, yeah. as the police, you know, I don't know. Things will be, things are kind of out of my hands now. I've done... I was a paralegal for, I mean, we skipped that whole part, but I was a fucking paralegal Steve for, I don't even know how long, like six weeks. <laughs> I, I, I was doing Steve. like, I was doing like fucking <laughs> paralegal work, like going back through all the evidence, breaking down all the numbers with these guys, you know, talking, you know, giving, giving, 
giving insight to all the nuances of the situation, you know, um, just mm-hmm. stuff that that's going to help the both the police matter and the legal matter move forward in a quicker manner for me. So it was all stuff that I hated doing and it really ruined my vibe most days, but I had to do it, you know, and I, f- I feel better on the other side of it having done it. So. Hey, fucking man. Amen. Yeah. What about you, John? How you Amen. doing? <laughs> <laughs> 59 minutes in. <laughs> hey, enough about me. I'm like the guy on the date that like only talks about his stupid business problems. <laughs> It's like actually, I worked up here. Actually, actually, there's something I wanted to talk about, and that's all the time we have. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I promise. I promise, I'm a better friend than this, guys. (laughs) (laughs) When you when you were talking about the lows, it's just I mean, it just reminded me, and I've probably already been vocal about this, but when we were first starting the YNK podcast in like 2019, one of our first episodes, Mm. I remember saying, I feel like my biggest downfall is that I haven't had enough downfalls, that I haven't had enough obstacles or struggles in my life. I I said that. I could probably bring the clip up. It was like episode three or something. Yeah, what it means and to be alive was the name of the episode. I was like, yeah, and, and, <laughs> I was like searching, soul searching, like trying to find out why nothing makes me happy. Really, <laughs> and you're like, I'm happy every asking, fucking minute, man. I don't know. <laughs> I remember, I remember asking you. I was like, I'm like, what do you do for fun? Like that doesn't have to do with your career. And you were like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, it was it was just getting getting blackout drunk and, and like fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then I was saying like, I mean, I've never really like struggled or gone through like a lot of like pain in my life. I'm just like, and I'm just happy all the time, and I'm in la la land. And then since then, God's throwing me, the universe is throwing me some fucking curveballs, especially in the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I, I, after it all was said and done, I looked up and I was like, all right, touche, universe. Yeah, <laughs> I needed. And I can I can just say like, you know, throughout the last year and a half, thank God for it. I I came out the other end and. It was a it was a bright ass fucking tunnel. It really was. Mm. I did the I did all the I did all the work on myself. I did everything I had to do. I had good input, and uh, I led with a good intention. Mm-hmm. And I came out the other end, and I'm a fucking happy camper again. And good. I, I, and I'm fine today. And I'm, I'm fine today. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> it's from Malibu, from uh, from uh, American Gladiators, yeah, yeah, which yeah. they just came out. They just came out with a documentary about American Gladiators. By the way, I've been meaning to watch it. Apparently, oh, yeah. those guys were fucking rock stars. Yeah, those I guys think, were rock stars. I actually remember seeing that. I saw it when I p- opened up Netflix like a, like a week ago, and I I thought of you. I thought of you. I was like, this has John Kilmer <laughs> written yeah. all over. It. I haven't I haven't seen it yet. Surprisingly, shocking. But, I mean, you, t- you talk about like a bunch of buff dudes that would just rip steroids and go on tour and beat the living shit out of each other in and where and where unitards an, yeah in front of a big audience i mean not much different than you know our 20s yeah and uh <laughs> yeah minus the steroids and i'm really yeah minus the steroids but i'm i said i'm not on steroids but i'm really excited to <laughs> i'm really excited to watch that documentary though i'm pretty pumped for it good good and how's nashville you do you uh what are you doing? Are you go. I know you're in the. You're back in the gym. You're getting. You're on that vibe. Getting a little stronger, bigger. Yeah, I belong to two gyms out here. I'm a two gym membership guy now. Wow. And um, I'm your. I'm apparently your official stunt double now. I'm. I'm performing in music videos for you now. I saw that. I was losing it. <laughs> I was losing it. I feel bad. Like V. That kid V. Will's like. First off, the fucking 
biggest sweetheart ever. Like just yeah, he's a he's a ver- he's a very good friend of mine now out here. He's been a he's been an amazing friend out here. He's a fucking really nice guy. Like just rock solid. Yeah. Like oh yeah, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm fine today. I love that because I just <laughs> you know I actually have found myself a little I don't know. Just like as I've reflected, I just find myself a little in a vibe of like yeah, I'm like I want to be available and like talk to some younger artists and help them out or get on some songs and like not even saying I'm I'm helping them out like that like oh my number you know it's I'm saying just like No, but yeah. dude, you're in a position you and I are both in a position now with the amount of time we've been doing this and the the way we've been doing it where we can now be so of service to young musicians yeah. and it's not about putting them on because of your popularity. It's about we fucking done it for 12 years and there's a lot of young artists now because it's trendy to be an independent artist and it's very doable now that we are we are literally in the position to help those artists yeah. and be of service. And that's again and that's it's a why fucking be- Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's it like these young artists like literally look up to us and being like I want to do exactly what you guys did and that means that brings so much purpose to me because I I've always been someone that liked working with artists. I mean, it's always yeah. something that I've been able to do and add value. But now coming from a place of experience, yeah, it's even that much better now. And it's that's like why that's why that's why Grouped is again it's so aligned and so cool. You're 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 a part of yeah. uh, oh, the yeah. ownership of of uh, Grouped and like a uh, administrator mm-hmm. just helping uh, helping you know us fine tune you know, that platform and that will be a journey, you know, it will be an evolving process, oh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it really is. I, I mean, I, I think Charlie on a Friday FaceTime me a few times. I, I missed the first one. He FaceTime me again. I'm like, I, oh, he must, he must need something. So I answered, <laughs> I could tell he wants to talk to me about something. We're like, we're just kind of small talking. I'm in the airport. And then he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I know, uh, He's like, you you had a girlfriend for a while, right? You had a girlfriend while you were doing this. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I was like, it was a fucking shit show, but yes, I did, I did. And he was like, you, kid, you know, the kid just he's twenty years old. He, he called me for some fucking relationship advice. It was super sweet. But that's fucking super beautiful. Adorable. Charlie's a fucking Charlie's a fucking sweetheart, by the way. Just um, just yeah, meeting him on last on our tour last year, like, like really want to see the kid win he's and he is winning and he's yeah. he's uh he's just such a fucking nice dude great kid and that that's yeah that's kind of i don't know i mean i kind of started getting an itch to like because you know me man i'm I'm like in my own world i don't really i'm not like a guy's like friends with all the artists and like yeah i've had some relationships yeah. like the post one was super publicized public people knew of that relationship otherwise i don't fucking have any rapport with any people because i don't i just feel like not that I'm different mm-hmm. or I don't, you know what I mean? I'm just not drawn to it. Like I don't, I don't seek that out, you know, but just mm-hmm. kind of had that itch to like, I want to engage with these kids. And, and, and I, I, it's, it, it lends itself to kind of this whole mission that we're talking about in regards to helping creators is like, it's just more and more regular dudes doing this. You know what I mean? Like, the, cause there's mm-hmm. so many, so much volume and so many people doing it now. It's like, it's less, it's less of the Hollywood, I gotta be cool all the time type dudes. And it's like regular dudes, you know? So I'm happy I've, like, I just did drop the record with V Wills, which that, that song's fire. Um, he's a talented guy. Yeah. And then, it's you know, amazing. I'm happy to mm-hmm. do, I'm, I'm already working on another one with another kid. These kids have like, you know, V Wills has a, a TikTok presence. Um, uh, 
but you know he's just starting out you know just getting going the last few yeah. years i think and it's another kid i'm mm -hmm. doing it with uh, doing a record with he he's not even i think he has five ten thousand followers like he's not even on tiktok like that really you know but wow. it has nothing to do yeah. with it it's just like if you got a good good vibe and a good song i like it you know i'd love to help people maybe maybe fucking get their career going you know or whatever so mm -hmm. yeah. um something i'll definitely do a record with charlie i mean that's why i had charlie on the tour i i know he's a you know i got a good little i got i could tell when the certain people are gonna win he's uh he's definitely gonna be a winner um and he's got the work ethic mm -hmm. and and uh be fun watching him you know i don't know if i'll be on the internet very long much longer but i know he'll be he'll be doing really well i think he, he has a chance of having a really long you know fruitful career so good kid yeah great kid 20 years old it's crazy starting that young it is it is yeah i mean i was 25 yeah. you know when i was made like he's already you know he obviously went a different route like he did the major you know he's in a major deal and but i think that mm -hmm. for certain people that works you know and he he's in that system and it's working and he, he does all the work he's a he created his own following really you know they're just they're just mm -hmm. supplementing it and making they're bringing in the right people to help him on the music and you know, and then he does his thing. So um, it works. It's just like, I can't imagine being 20. I don't think I was, I, I can't remember how I even fucking felt when I was 20 or like what the hell I'd be doing if I was already popular or, you know, getting, he's getting popularity and, you know, you can get it, money comes with that and the attention. It's just like, I don't, I don't know if I would have been ready. I, I was barely you know, I think I handled it all right when, when we got going, but you, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's so yeah, but, fucking I mean, 20, young. 20 years old. Yeah, you were, uh, I mean, you were in the bullpen. I was I was in a fraternity getting paddled in the butt, so we definitely weren't ready. <laughs> we, we weren't ready, no. <laughs> no. no. It's fair to say we weren't ready. I'm not ready now. <laughs> still getting paddled in the butt. Uh, yeah, I'm still not ready, so. Oh, uh, man, that's good. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff, John. Good stuff. Good stuff. I feel like right. we, we, well, covered, I'm, I'm... we covered some new material. Um, <laughs> we did, yeah. We did. I think people, mm -hmm. people, I've, I've been getting some chirps, like, when, where's the podcast, you know? Um, we are doing, we are on a more consistent schedule on Only Steve's. So if you, if you fuck with the podcast heavy, we're doing that, what, like every, every few weeks on Only Steve's? Um, yeah, so. and I, I just want—I just want to point out too, like I've been—I've been spending the last week, like really going in and and building our new our new page that you know all of our subscribers are going to be migrating over to, and man, especially with the podcast experience, having like a full catalog of every episode we've ever done, and having just a tab where it, it almost like acts as like a website on its own, yeah, of just having every ep every episode we've done thirty two, we've done thirty two premium episodes now over the years. And just to be able to have all of them laid out in front of you and be able to click whatever episode you want and binge watch them, whether it's audio or video and just having it all streamlined, it's going to be such a fucking dope experience. Mm. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, well, I didn't know we had that many exclusive episodes, but yeah, well- 32, baby. We do that, yeah, every, we do that every few weeks on there. And then, you know, I don't know, man. It's It's a little, it's a little, not challenging for me, but it's just like- I'm just gravitating. I, I don't know. It, it might be tied. I think it's tied to the spirituality aspect and just like how I'm seeing the world and myself and what I want to be doing. It's like mm -hmm. it makes doing content 
um, you know, like constantly putting myself out there. Obviously, we've been doing it for a decade. It's just like that's why I love the Only Steve's thing so much because it's like, yeah, this is the subscribers, you know, like these people are subscribed to. I love I, I love serving them, you know, and but it's just like I don't want to always be it, it just gets a little more challenging as as the time's gone by for me to like all right, you know, and get like constantly be fucking <laughs> talking and exchanging information. So it's not mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, I don't have a passion for for what we're doing. It's more so, you know, it's just a little bit of a development in my personality as I've kind of become a little bit more of a recluse. You know, what I mean, I just I don't I don't want to I don't want to be like constantly talking and oversharing either. And I, I, I want to focus on the bigger jobs at hand. So the podcast will definitely continue to exist Um you know, it will exist publicly too, but if you're looking more for a consistent, you know, um, dose of it, then that that's on only Steve's. And then, you know, again, mm-hmm. like when I'm when I'm around certain people or it just happens organically, I'll do podcasts with guests too. But it's just it's just not super it's just not super high on my list of like use of my time as things have evolved to like sought out people to come interview, you know, like I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. that was a phase and and it was very fruitful and I really enjoyed it. Um, and it can continue, but just in a really organic manner. So that's what will happen. Um, and uh, as always, we appreciate support on everything. And, uh, you know, I hope I hope it's interesting. I don't know. You guys let us know if it's interesting, these insights into the business side or you just, you know, you'd rather hear. Let us know things you want to hear about. We want to make sure when we are doing the public, you know, public episode, just uh you know that we're we're touching on things you guys want to hear about i know i know i know the album we're waiting on the album um and uh i'm 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 really putting my best foot forward every day so i i can't i can't give you i can't give you time on it i I, all i know is i can give you is that it's coming and uh i think it's gonna be i know it's gonna be really special so just try to be patient with me and um I hope, you know, some of the clarity from today's discussion can kind of give you a little insight into why it's maybe taken a little longer than what I foresaw. But, you know, we roll with the punches. Um, new tunes coming. we got new tunes coming. We just dropped the record uh, yesterday. The V-Wills one and then new tunes coming. So we're turning up. We're turning up. We appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. A lot of appreciation. Yes. A lot of appreciation to the moon. Appreciation to the moon and back, Steve. You know, that's it. All right, all right, brother. Well, it's been fucking real. It's been real as always, sir. We'll talk soon, buddy. <laughs> as always, and we'll see everyone next time. See you next time.